0: Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Managing Transitions with Adults with Disabilities. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on March 28, 2018. In this podcast, Todd Wilson, the team lead for Money Follows the Person, part of CMS's Division of Community Systems Transformation, discusses CMS's Money Follows the Person demonstration.
1: I'm here to talk to you a little bit about the Money Follows the Person program, which is administered by CMS as a federal demonstration grant program. Money Follows the Person, or MFP, is a $4 billion demonstration, and it's currently in its 11th year of implementation. There are 43 states and the District of Columbia currently participating. The focus of MFP is to shift long-term supports from institutional settings to a person-centered, community-based model. MSP does not endorse a specific model or program, and states are really encouraged to develop their own innovative operational procedures to achieve this overall goal. MFP has four primary objectives. The first, to increase the use of home and community-based services, or HCBS, rather than institutional long-term care services and supports. Second, to eliminate barriers and mechanisms that provide or res- prevent or restrict the flexible use of Medicaid funds to enable eligible individuals to receive long-term care services and supports in the settings of their choice. Third, to strengthen the ability of state Medicaid programs to assure continued provision of HCBS to eligible individuals who choose to transition to a community setting. And finally, to ensure that procedures are in place to provide quality assurance for eligible individuals receiving Medicaid HCBS and to provide continuous quality improvement in such services. Next slide, please. The population groups that are served through MFP vary by state, however, may include persons who are older adults over 65, individuals with a physical disability persons with an intellectual or developmental disability, and persons with mental illness. Overall, beneficiaries who are duly eligible comprise approximately 90% of individuals eligible for participation in MFP. As of December 31, 2016, over 75,000 people have transitioned from institutional care to home and community-based services through Money Follows the Person. In 2016, data show that the majority of people transitioning had at least one physical disability, which represents approximately 40% of MFP participants. Older adults were next at 36%, and then persons with intellectual or developmental disability at 12%, and finally, people with mental illness at 9%. Next slide, please. In implementing MFP, we have collected data on what type of community setting individuals transition to. We understand that most participants choose to move to an apartment, about 40% choose to do that, or to a home either owned by the participant or a family member, which is about 38%. Other housing options include small group homes of four or fewer people, about 14%, and apartments in a qualified assisted living facility at 7%. Overall, almost half of younger adults with physical disabilities who transition from institutions tend to move to apartments. Next slide. Quality of life was another key component assessed for people who transition through through Money Follows the Person. The survey was to be administered to all participants at three points in time, just prior to transition, again at about 11 months after transition, and finally at about 24 months after transition. We are pleased to report that participants identified large and sustained improvements in quality of life after moving to a community-based setting. Satisfaction with living arrangements increased upon transitioning to the community. One year after transitioning, 91% of participants reported liking where they lived, as compared to 62% pre-transition. This increase was sustained two years after transitioning. Participants also reported substantial improvements in choice and control over daily activities, such as when and what to eat and the ability to get needed sleep. After moving to the community, participants reported improvements across nearly all domains of community living. Community integration increased in several areas, with higher proportions of participants reporting that they were able to do fun things in the community, get to places they needed to go, and not to miss events due to lack of transportation. So overall, the Money Follows the Person program has provided a valuable opportunity for states identify, demonstrate, and evaluate successful transition strategies, and to eliminate barriers for individuals in accessing home and community-based services. Later in the presentation, we will touch on some of the challenges state grantees have experienced in implementing the program and approaches employed to address them. At the federal level and with grantees at the state and local levels, we are looking... We are involved in ongoing collaboration and policy development efforts to address some key focus areas including community integration, direct service workforce, employment, housing, no wrong door access to home and community-based services, person-centered planning and service delivery, transportation and quality assurance and improvement.
0: Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Loon Group and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations in care models. To learn more about our current efforts and resources, please visit our website, or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.